0: Welcome men to the Nobleman Podcast. This is episode number nine, and we're talking about how a dad can delight in his daughters. First of all, this month we talked about how the noble man honors his mother, and then we talked about how the noble man can cherish his wife. And today we're gonna talk with a panel of experts about how the noble man can delight in his daughters. And so I'm excited to introduce this panel to you. It's just a boatload of fun, quite honestly, because represented on our panel of experts here are my daughter Hannah and two of her close friends who've been blessed by their relationships with their dad so um, we've got Lydia and Jessica with us and I'm going to ask each of them to tell us just a little bit about yourself where are you in life Uh, what are you doing and what's something fun that you're learning about yourself during this COVID-19 crisis that we're in the middle of right now so uh, Lydia why don't you go first tell us a little bit about yourself
1: okay well hey guys i'm lydia um i'm 17 and i'm graduating high school um this next year i'm headed to college and i'm excited about that i'm not really sure what i'm gonna major in yet but um yeah that's my direction that i'm headed in right now i'm working right now trying to earn some money um something that i've learned about myself in covid 19 is probably that i don't have a lot of patience for it i don't know I'm excited for it to be over and for me to be back to normal life. So, yeah.
0: Indeed. Awesome. Well, thanks for being with us, Lydia. Hannah, why don't you go next?
2: Okay. Um, I'm Hannah. Um, Let's see. I just finished my freshman year of high school. Um, I don't know. I haven't really been doing much over quarantine, playing basketball, and I don't know, just being with my brother's. A little bit.
0: Cool. And baking cookies.
2: And baking cookies, yes. Yeah.
0: So what have you learned about yourself?
2: Hmm. I learned probably that although I'm an introvert, I really like being around people. (laughs) So it's been a challenge not being able to like hug people and just hang out with all my friends.
0: Good. All right, Jessica, tell us a bit about yourself.
2: Um, I'm
3: Jessica. I'm 18, and I am a rising sophomore in college studying special education. I want to be an elementary school teacher when I graduate, so that's exciting. Um, something I've learned about myself during this um, is that I can get very creative and um, work around the rules. I, I drove to lots of friends' houses and sat <laughs> Distance from them in their driveways and chatted with them because I don't do very well in isolation. So yeah. that's been cool to see the creativity in your mat.
0: That's awesome. Well, very good. So we're we're talking about how a the noble man can delight in his daughter. So what I'd like to ask you to start with first here is to tell me about a memory of something really fun that your dad took time to do with you that left a marker in your life and um, just is is something you'll never forget about your dad spending time with you. Who wants to go first? Jessica, you got something?
3: Sure. Um, so I have two that I can't decide, but I think I'll talk about um, when we were younger, and we still do it now occasionally, we, in our front yard we have this big hill where I used to live, and um, we would set up the slip and slide in the summer but my dad and I and my brother instead of just doing one slip and slide he decided to help us construct this like mega slip and slide and we ended up putting like three of them together and slid like all the way down the yard and then it would end up in the grass and you're covered in mud but it was super fun just um him helping us construct the like mega slip and slide that you know every kid like dreams about and he made it come
2: true it was really cool
0: That's awesome. So did uh, he still gets on the slip and slide with you guys?
3: No, not now, but we still (laughs) recreate that same slip and slide we have, the three of them, and occasionally we we bring out our inner child and do it in the backyard.
0: That's awesome. All right, Hannah, what's a memory that you have? And I recognize that this could be dangerous for me, so (laughs) what's a memory that you have about something fun we've done?
2: Um... I don't know. We do a lot of stuff together, but I think one thing that probably meant a lot was in elementary school, we would always, there would always be the father daughter dance. Um, But that was always on the weekend where you would have a conference. And so I remember we went two years and like you had to plan your conference around that. And so that was like really cool because you like moved your job and your conference just so you could spend that night with me.
0: That's very fun. Good memories and a fun picture hanging on your wall still, I think. I know. In your
2: room. Yeah, it's on my bookshelf.
0: That's awesome. All right, Lydia, give me uh, an example of something fun that your dad did.
1: Yeah, so a couple of years ago when I lived overseas, my dad and I would go on road trips together to um, villages And that was so fun just because he would bust me out of school and I'd be gone for the week or the weekend. And, um, something that we always bought to go on road trips was Coke and sunflower seeds. And so whenever I see Coke or sunflower seeds, I remember those times when he would bust me out of school and we would just spend hours on the road together, either jamming out or eating sunflower seeds or just talking and catching up or yeah. And we would do that a lot. And so I guess that's kind of a recurring memory. But yeah, that was really fun.
0: I like the fact that he was busting you out of school. That's just kind of fun. Your dad, is he not concerned about your education at all? Or.
1: I don't know. I guess if we had good grades, we could go. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I
2: don't know where my school busting out went.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't get much busting out of school, do you? Not from dad. Mom,
2: Only from mom. <laughs> mom will bust
0: you out of school for sure. All right, so this is kind of fun. Can you think of a time when your dad really intended – I mean, his heart was there. He was trying to do something that was cool and would bless you, and it didn't turn out so well. Can you – can you think of a time when it you just looked and said, oh, my gosh, because Hannah does this thing where she just she just puts her hand on her forehead. It's like, mm-hmm. Dad, you are so old and just <laughs> so, uh, Hannah, I'll let you go first. What's something that I've attempted to do maybe or said and it has been it just didn't come Ooh. over well. Can you think of just I whenever we go shopping? 10.
2: Oh, <laughs> Whenever we go shopping, you always pick out the stuff that, like, I'm totally not into. And you're always like, oh, this is so cute. And I'm like, Dad, for a toddler. (laughs) So, I don't know, probably just your shopping.
0: Okay. I I can identify with that. Not so good with the shopping. Okay. Lydia, can you think of a time where your dad was trying, but it didn't go over well?
1: You know, honestly... There aren't many times when I can think of something like that. I mean, the closest thing I can think of would be probably, you know, how there are a lot of new dances going on with TikTok and all that stuff. So a couple years ago, you remember the whip? Yeah. Um, and oh, Nene. no, my dad did, did that whip. too. Whip. Uh, you mean to my dad to whip. Yeah, but he would say, now watch me whip. Now watch me shnay And he would do that over and over again. And I was like, Dad, you got to say it right if you're going to do it. But he just never would.
0: But doesn't it warm your heart that he was trying? That's what I'm hoping to go yeah. for. <laughs> All right, Jessica, what can you think of?
3: Okay, I'm in the same boat as Lydia. I can't really think of a specific, like, time. There aren't a lot of those. Um, I can I think for Father's Day one year, we got him this, like, little remote control, like, helicopter thing that he really wanted. And I seem to remember him crashing it into a tree, like, not long after we took it out for a test flight. Um, And it just, like, falling from the the tree, and we were like, oh, well, now what? (laughs) That was a pretty funny one. Very good. He probably fixed it, though.
0: Yeah, I think your dad's a fixer, isn't he? Yes. Most dads try to be fixers. Okay. Let me, let me ask you this. What's something goofy that you've done together and you just think, Oh my goodness. I can't believe I'm doing this with my dad, but I'm laughing and enjoying it. Hannah, I I know you've got one. one. Yeah.
2: Yes. Mine. Ours was like just the other day (laughs) when we were, (laughs) when we were in the car, it was so funny. So, We were just like driving down the road and there was these bikers that had like come to a stop sign. So like they went across the road in the middle of the street. And so dad and I just were driving past them and dad starts honking his horn at them. And I just look over at them like I have no idea who they were. I was just like, what? And then I looked back at dad and I was like, did you know them? And he was like, nope. And I was like, (laughs) well, give me a warning next time so I can wait. So then... Whenever like on that day we were just driving down the road and whenever we saw people that were on bikes or walking he would honk and I would just wave out the window just be like hey just so (laughs) I could that was our people interaction and it was so fun, but we were laughing so hard, and it was really random. That it,
0: was fun. It was random. We call that a hayride where you just ride around and yell <laughs> hey to everybody. So uh, as, as a matter of fact, dads, I would recommend that you try that. Take your daughter out for a hayride. Say, hey, would you like to go out for a hayride and just take them out and yell hey at everybody you see and honk the horn? Bring a little joy to everyone's lives, dad. So, all right. Who's got a goofy moment with your dad? Lydia, can, Jessica, can you think of anything? Yeah, I, I can think of
3: one. Yeah. Um, Occasionally, when we're we tend to be like the last ones up in the house, so we'll be like, What are we gonna watch on TV? and um, we found some really ridiculous and goofy documentaries on Netflix. Specifically, I can think of one um, about people who believed like really believe that the earth was flat, and that was so funny because we watched it together and we just kept pausing it and making fun of them and just like. We couldn't wrap our minds around this ridiculous belief that people had. And it was oh, it
1: was pretty funny.
0: Very <laughs> cool to just laugh together. Lydia, what's something that you guys have had the time together? It's just been really goofy.
1: Yeah. So we used to do these family nights where we would pick a theme and then we would have to do that theme for the rest of the night. And one of these family nights we called camo sardines. You guys know the game sardines? It's like hide and seek. Kind yes. Of. Yeah. So we did that, but a camo version. And so we all dressed up in camo and I had a camo hat on and I put my bangs through it. Cause I had bangs at the time and we painted beards on our faces. <laughs> <laughs> we just played sardines in the dark for hours in camo. And that was so fun. We just laughed the whole time and had paint all over our faces.
0: That's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, let me let me read a passage of scripture to you. Um, I'm just going to read one verse. It's uh, Ephesians chapter six, and right before this, Ephesians chapter five talks about how a husband should love his wife as Christ loves the church and gives some instructions for marriage. But then the beginning of chapter six is um, Paul giving some instruction to children and then to fathers. And uh, chapter six of Ephesians, verse four says this. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So I'm going to I'm going to turn this and ask uh, maybe a more challenging question, because that says fathers do not provoke your children to anger. So uh, for the benefit of guys out there, what is something that your dad does or has done? that is challenging and can rub you the wrong way, can, can make you angry. And, um, just as creates friction between the two of you, instead of building the bonds that we will really want to create. So this may be a tougher question, but what can you think of something there? I'm sure Hannah has an entire list of things.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'll go first. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I get it, but probably just how protective you are. Like with not only like my clothes and that stuff, but also like what I do and like piercings or, and stuff like that, just wanting to be, I don't know, like guiding me in a direction that you think that I should go with
0: that stuff wow this is very fun for us to get to hash out right here on the oh. podcast <laughs> because Uh-oh. Okay, oh no this is awesome because these are things that guys are wrestling with and so um we're very cautious about who we let you ride with which is comical because lydia's here uh, she just got her license and you'd really that love to go <laughs> <laughs> so you'd really like to go ride with Lydia, but we've said no, not just yet. And you'd really like another ear piercing. And I say maybe when you're 25 or 30 and that sort of thing. So um, yes. yeah, that's hard. I can I can understand the tension there. Um, so maybe we can talk about that later. all right Lydia or Jessica Jessica why don't you go first can you think of something where uh, dad meant well but was really irritating and angered you
3: um I think my dad and I both have um the same like short temper and so sometimes we can be in like conversations and we're both very like strong-headed and and so we can be in conversations and if we're not careful they can like quickly turned very I don't want to say aggressive but very like heated and and just like sometimes we both have to take a step back and be like okay this is not as big a deal as we're both making it like it was just a conversation how did we get here um but because we both have that very similar like strong-willed short-tempered personality
0: that's awesome so how do you what do you see for that in the future? Has it been, a, uh, or or even looking back in the past, has it been a progression of you learning how to deal with this so that you don't come to blows? Um, and, and how have you, how do you work with that now?
3: Yeah, I definitely think it's been a progression. As I've, like, matured and learned how to, like, handle stuff like that and just realized, like, what, what is, like, half the stuff we're talking about half the time when we get, like, that, doesn't really matter and isn't worth getting that angry over. So it's kind of like, okay, it's not a big deal. It's like, it can, it's often an agreed to disagreed kind of thing or like, yeah. And that most of the time I'm thinking to myself, I don't always say it, but yeah, I'll probably agree with you when I'm older.
0: Um, <laughs> but you can't let him know that you and, see that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, I don't think that now, but you're, I'll probably say you're right later.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a tough revelation for sure. All right, Lydia, can you think of a time when you've gotten angry?
1: Yeah. I mean, my dad and I are pretty similar, and we don't argue a lot just because we have a lot of things in common. But um, sometimes my dad, he is a little bit stronger, kind of like you were talking about your dad, in that sense where he has a mindset to do something. And, um, yeah, so sometimes he can come on a little harsh um, or just too direct, um, just because that's his personality. And like I said, that doesn't happen very often, but sometimes he'll say something and it's a little too harsh or a little too direct or a little too fast the way he said it, but that doesn't happen a lot. And when it does, we usually work it out pretty fast. So yeah. I don't really get angry at my dad that often.
0: Well, you know, I'm, I'm glad you said that because um, my wife, Stacy um reminds me sometimes that hannah is not a guy and so she sees things it's she's, hard to yeah it's with, hard to grasp with three brothers <laughs> i i and 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 stacy will remind me you can't talk to her the way you talk to the boys and um her heart is tender and so you need to be careful how you come across and how forceful and all that. So there's a learning that takes place there about how to hold my daughter's heart tenderly um, and care for her. And so that's that's not easy sometimes for dads to do. And uh, so I just appreciate you bringing that up. Very good. <clears throat> all right, let me ask you this. So we did this... Um, We did a survey this week, and we said, dads, what would you be willing to do on a daddy-daughter date? And here are the selections. We asked dads to give us the top three. So go shopping and help her pick out a dress for a special occasion. Go shopping together in general. Uh, Do some pottery painting or a craft project. Fishing or some outdoor activity. Watch a movie together. Go out for a sit-down meal at a restaurant go out for a special dessert or ice cream, do a home project together. So it's interesting to me. I know what the top answers were, what guys said they were most likely to do. And I know what they said. Oh, I think I should stay away from that because I wouldn't do well with that. So I'm curious. uh, I think I sent that list to you ladies. So what would you say, what would you pick out as the top three things you would like to do with your dad? of that list of, I think there's eight options there. So, Jessica, what would be your top three on that list?
3: Okay, so we usually will go out for food. That's kind of um, the main one, especially when, since my mom is a nurse, she'll work night shifts and random times, and so when she's not home, we're like, oh, do we really want to cook dinner? No. And so, (laughs) he's he's our path to go get some food, um, especially because he's the foodie in the house and mom is more of a health health nut. And so we're like, yes, yeah, she's gone. Where are we going to go? <laughs> um, and, and I love you, mom. If you're listening. But,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome.
3: Yeah, that, or definitely doing home projects. I, I'll be like, Oh, you know, I wish I could do this for my room or, or make this or something like that. Um, and he's usually the one to help me get it done. And I don't think this is on the list, but we also tend to make a lot of food together. Um, his family's Italian. He comes from an Italian background, so we've made a lot of homemade pasta together and different things like that, which is really fun.
0: Awesome. That's cool. All right, Hannah, what would you say your top three would be that we should do sometime soon?
2: Hmm. Well, I like it when we go out to eat, and I like ice cream, too, so that's fun. Watching a movie, I don't know. You fall asleep a lot, so that's so hard to do. But
0: If we started watching um, early in the morning, I could stay awake better.
2: Yeah, but then I'd be asleep. Um, I don't know. Other one, I mean, we do, you do a lot of projects. I don't really help you with them a lot. But I don't know. Okay. Maybe maybe a home project, or we could try shopping again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We've been shopping together before. It doesn't always go well. We have more fun riding up and down the escalators than we do actually shopping.
2: Yes, (laughs) yes, that is so fun.
0: (laughs) Uh, It's the unintended fun of shopping that gets us together. All right, Lydia, uh, what would be the top three on your list?
1: Yeah, so probably going out to get ice cream or food. That's probably on the top, Um, just because... I like spending time with people and talking to them. And especially my dad, I love it when we can just sit down and do something effortless, like eat ice cream yeah. and let's talk. Um, also on the list would probably be doing something outdoors, maybe not fishing because I'm not very good at fishing. <laughs> um, but we like to rock climb a lot together um, and go hiking or go hammocking or kayaking or something like that. And that, like the same thing where you can just talk and do something active together where it, se- where it feels like you're doing something productive. Yeah. I love doing that with my dad. So probably those two things.
0: Now, hammocking doesn't sound terribly productive, to just be honest with you.
1: Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But it does sound restful and fun. I, I'm starting to enjoy a little Eno activity myself, and so uh, that's a blast. Awesome. Well, it's, it's interesting. The guys, their um, responses, number one and number two, were go for a sit-down meal and ice cream. Um, and then the outdoor activity, the um, going to shopping together in general, were, there were some middle-of-the-road things. But absolute last the two that were absolutely last were do a home project together and uh, go shopping or help her pick out a dress for a special occasion so um, <laughs> tell me why you think dads would struggle with the whole picking out a dress for a special occasion
1: Lydia you smiled like
0: uh, o- overprotective okay so tell me about that
1: yes everything's too revealing too too short too low. <laughs>
0: Do you understand why he would have that position?
1: Yes, but I also feel like it's okay not to wear a dress that's like long sleeves to here and all the way to the ground. (laughs) Yeah, and from the 1700s. (laughs)
2: 1700s.
0: (laughs) Oh, you guys are funny. All right, Jessica, what's your thought about that?
3: I honestly think, well, yes, there's the overprotective part, but I think my dad would just get bored. Um, because I usually go with mom and so it's a lot of like, okay, so I put on the dress and it's like, we're a lot of back and forth talking about it. What about this part? What about that part? These straps? I don't know. And then I'll try on some others, but I'll circle back and go back to the other ones. And it's a lot of like, you know, nitpicky things about it where I feel like dad's just kind of like, okay, yeah, it looks good we could do this all in 10 minutes and I'm in and out of the dressing room for like an hour. And I think he would just get really bored. And I'm like, why do we have to talk about the straps for the 15th time kind
0: of thing? Uh, Thank you for understanding guys. I would, uh, man, I would not be able to handle that amount of time to make a decision. I just think, you know, we need to go make a decision right quick and get it over with, but uh, very cool. Hannah, any comments on those things?
2: Um, I agree with both of them, the overprotective part a lot, and also the time, because you're very much like a get it on the list and then we're out. Yeah. When do you want to find a dress that you really like, but not just kind of like, so.
0: Yeah, because we know from what is that football movie, The Blind Side, that if you don't love it in the store, you're not going to wear it when you get home, right? That's what she told uh, Michael (laughs) Orr. All right. So let me ask you a couple more questions. I have a good friend in ministry. Uh, it's actually of a female psychologist, Christian psychologist, counselor by the name of Dr. Michelle Watson. And uh, she wrote a book a few years ago called Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You. And it's um, the, the subtitle is A Guide for Connecting with Your Daughter's Heart. And And so what this counselor found out was she was talking to a lot of young ladies and um she began to understand that the struggles of young women, in many cases, had to do with the fact that their relationships with their dads were not healthy. And so she began to see a common denominator, and so she studied that, and then she actually got a group of guys together in what she called the ABBA Project. Do you remember what the word ABBA means in the Bible when when Jesus called out ABBA? What, is, what does ABBA mean?
2: Dad.
0: Yeah, so... Yeah, so she called it the Dad Project or the Daddy Project. And so she started meeting with his dads and talking with them about what their daughters were really seeking and longing for in their relationships with their dads. So I'm curious. She actually does a podcast and a radio show now, and she's called The Dad Whisperer because she she speaks so well into the lives of dads. So I want to ask you now if you could give some advice. You ladies, um, it sounds like have great relationships with your dads, but you probably know friends who are struggling in that realm in terms of relationship with your dads, and you get to talk to your friends about their side of the equation. So here's the really challenging piece. What would you say to dads about how to engage their daughters well? What advice would you give to the men that are going to be listening to this podcast about how to get close enough to their daughters to really engage their hearts and and love them in a way that they they would like to? Who wants to go first, Jessica? Oh
3: my um that's overwhelming um let's see I would just say I I know especially for me I'm a big quality time person that's very important to me so just like spending time with them is really important in building that relationship and without any pressure on it like it doesn't have to be we're going to go out for ice cream and she's going to tell me like her deepest secrets kind of thing like it's just just spending time together and that that especially for me that relationship will form and get stronger and um yeah that's what
0: I would say awesome all right Hannah what are your thoughts what are your recommendations for me recognizing or or for other guys really not for me uh
2: because you're perfect
0: no far from it you know that
2: (laughs) um I would say like a big thing just like you said earlier talking to me because like the way that you interact with me is different than you interact with the boys. So like when you, like before we go to bed at night, you give the boys a a handshake. and Sometimes you give me a handshake, but (laughs) normally you give me a hug and you give me a kiss too. And so just like you recognizing that I don't want a handshake, but, and then also, um, probably just treating me different than the boys which is basically what i said but just how you like want to protect me which sometimes is nice and like you just making me feel safe and making me feel good about myself like telling me i'm pretty and sometimes i don't think so but so just like giving me an example of what how a a man should treat me,
0: wow, that's good. all right, thank you, Lydia.
1: yeah, so I kind of wanted to add on to what Hannah said in the way that your dad like should be able to spend time with you and talk to you and tell you all those things, and he should know his like his role in leading you in that, and that's why I kind of wanted to split off and say that I think one of the most important things that my dad has shown me and invested in me it's his leadership mm. just the way he's so intentional about guiding me and about helping me make decisions especially this last year has meant so much to me and I think that's one of the things I most respect about him just a dad being able to lead his daughter well and in a godly way means a lot and you can do it in different ways depending on your different relationships but I don't know. The way my dad does it with me a lot of times, especially this last year, has just been leading me back to scripture as mm. I've been making decisions. And that is so important because if he, like, you can have a good leader, but if he's not leading in scripture and leading in a godly way, then what is the leadership? So I think that's one of the ways that he's been really close to me this last year.
0: That's awesome. Very cool. And so that leads me to my next question about folks often say that uh, a girl marries her father or a guy like her father and a son marries a woman like her, like his mom, uh, Mm -hmm. because it's the model that you've seen. So, Lydia, as you look at your dad, how does that help you think about? a guy that you would like to marry? What qualities are you looking for that you see in your dad that you say, you know what, he's God's man and this is a guy that I would like to spend my life with?
1: You know, honestly, if I met a guy just like my dad, like I would marry that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As far as qualities go, leadership is definitely high up there. I definitely look for a guy who has leadership. um, Just because I've seen how my dad leads his family, and I want that for my future marriage too. Um, and then another quality that my dad has is, what's that? It's like not passivity. It's the opposite of that.
0: Intentionality or?
1: Right. just not being passive about things, being direct yeah. and stating exactly what you think instead of beating around the bush, because communication is so important as well. And then also, obviously, um, I would say just being godly and being intentional about investing in the Word and then investing what you've learned into your family. Yeah, I would say those three qualities, if I got that, I'd be happy. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> All right, Hannah, would you have anything to add to that?
2: Hmm. I don't know. Leadership was a really good one, just being able to lead my family because growing up with you in ministry, full-time men's ministry, I feel like it's going to be hard to find, not, I don't know, but it's got to be the right guy if he can like live up to your standards. And honestly, mine too, because like living with three boys and then you just always like leading and having a purpose for your leading. Mm -hmm. So having a guy that will lead me in the right way and that I can trust his leadership.
0: Wow. That's really cool. Thank you. All right, Jessica.
3: Yeah, I would agree with everything so far and just also add um, my dad very much take care, takes care of our family very well and um, doesn't really put himself first often. He's very generous in that way and it's he's all about taking care of all of us. Um, and so... I feel like that's super important. In addition to everything that both Hannah and Lydia said, um, just the way he sacrificially takes care of all of us and and takes on that burden on himself, even though that we don't really ask him to, he's very um, just focused on the rest of us and not on himself.
0: And so you would look for that in a in a husband. Yeah. All right. Last question, and this one maybe uh, maybe hard. But um, I started out before we even started this conversation talking about marriage. And um, so weddings right now are very different than they normally are because you can only have 10 people and all of this goofiness. But um, if God provides a husband for you, and that is it's his plan for you to be married, um, and you're standing in the back of a church or at the back of a group of seats in a field near a stable or whatever your wedding venue is, the way we do things today, and you're holding on to your dad's arm, what will you say to him as you walk down the aisle?
3: I honestly think Probably the only words I'll be able to get out are thank you because I'm a big crier. So I think that's all I could get out before I just like break down sobbing. Honestly, I don't think I could get through any kind of prepared monologue or anything like that um, without really just just crying a lot.
0: That's awesome. All right, Hannah, this is hard for you. And then we'll let Lydia finish up.
2: I don't know. I mean, I haven't really thought about it, but definitely I would say that I loved you and just know that because I'm getting married and that another man is going to be, I'm going to love him more than you, that that loving him more than you is God's intention, but I will never, never stop loving you.
0: Wow, that's beautiful. I was thinking you would say, look at those goofballs up there, because probably all three <laughs> of your brothers would be in the
2: <laughs> That too.
0: They'll probably be making faces at you and everything, I would guess. So Yeah. But that's that's beautiful, Hannah. And that is I, I appreciate you saying that because that's so biblical because he would become your priority. And that's God's design for the family. And so, um, I have invested much in your care, but there will be a day when I'll place your hand in the hand of another man. We're praying for that guy that, um, he will be responsible for your care at that point. And in the mm-hmm. eyes of God, Lydia, what would you say to your dad as you're walking down the aisle? Any thoughts about that? I know that could be far off, but what yeah. are your thoughts?
1: Well, I agree with Hannah. I thought that was really good. Um, But I think more realistically, I wouldn't be able to say all that. (laughs) that. (laughs) So I would realistically probably say thank you and I love you. Um, And I would want to say, too, that even though I was getting married, that like our roles would change, but I would still want him to know that we could really have a deep relationship still. And just because I'm moving on to a different chapter in life doesn't mean that our relationship has to end or it has to be cut off or anything like that. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, ladies, thank you so much for your time, uh, for being my expert panel on how the noble man can delight in his daughter. This has been a lot of fun. And so, guys, I would just say to you, if you're listening to this and you've made it all the way through the end... Uh, we all probably have some work to do. There's uh, our daughters' hearts are so precious and um, they can be very fragile. This is a season in life that is delicate at times, man. I I've thought I may have to reconvene these young ladies and talk about how they made it through those young teenage years because there are probably some some difficult days and times and conversations at various at various junctures there. So we have a lot that we can learn from these ladies. But for right now, guys, Could I just um, encourage you to pray for God's wisdom and God's guidance to love your daughter well and to love her and lead her in such a way that she would be able to look at you and say, I want to marry a man like you because you have clearly presented Christ to me and our family. I've seen you love our family and my mother well. And um, I I want to have that in my own life. And so, guys, we've got, uh, as I said, we've got a lot of humble work to do to be able to love our daughters well. But um, I would say that it's very much worth it. Very much worth it. So, guys, continue to honor the Lord and to delight in your daughters. And we'll be here again next week to talk about how the noble man can make every woman in his life feel safe. So we look forward to catching up with you next week. God bless you, men. Take care.